I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. The Haitian government is looking for some help in Washington. It's hired a former Clinton administration trade official as a lobbyist. The aim is to drum up more political and financial support for Haiti. The country is still reeling from the January 2010 earthquake. Hundreds of thousands continue to live in tents and temporary housing. Many schools and universities haven't reopened. And cholera remains a chronic concern. So many Haitians opt to migrate. One popular destination has been Brazil, but it's not as easy for Haitian migrants to get into Brazil as it used to be. Mitra Taj reports from a town in Peru, just across the Brazilian border. Just after dawn in the Peruvian town of Inapari, a few Haitians pray by the Acre River in the Amazon. <laughs> They share a book called Songs of Hope. Ahead of them, just past the muddy river, stretches Brazil. This is our problem, says Wisnel Amiciel. Brazil still hasn't accepted us, still hasn't given us visas. But we are still waiting, with hope. Amiciel is one of a hundred Haitians stuck in this quiet border town. He says life in Haiti is hard, and he's traveled through four countries to get here. More than 4,000 Haitians have moved to Brazil since the earthquake. Brazil is now the world's sixth largest economy, and it's struggling to define its immigration policy. It's been alternately closing and opening its borders to Haitians as it tries to balance humanitarian concerns with a selective approach to migrants. In the meantime, hundreds of Haitians wait on the border. Most of the Haitians in Inyapari are bunking in an empty government building. Junior St. John offers a tour. A few bare rooms where the migrants sleep in rows on the floor. Rice and bananas cooking over a fire in the overgrown garden. And a newborn baby born in Ecuador on the way here. The Haitians have been here for three months. They say they paid smugglers more than $3,000 to help them get here. They were promised it would be easy to go to Brazil once they'd arrived. Now they warn relatives not to come. Because in the 21st century, human beings shouldn't live like this. I know what rights human beings have. Damiao Borges shows up to check on the migrants. He works for the government human rights agency in the neighboring Brazilian state of Acre. This is a big problem right now. The government of Brazil doesn't want to let them come in anymore. In January, Brazil announced it would only allow in 100 Haitians per month, flying directly from Port-au-Prince. The idea was to attract more professionals and fewer unskilled immigrants and to discourage the dangerous land journey. But Haitians kept showing up. So after that, Brazil let more come in. It let 243 in at first, and 130 more showed up. They were stuck here for two months, and again, there was pressure to let them in. They let them in, and now there are 102 here. It's unclear whether Brazil's government will make another exception for this group. St. John and the others say they're hungry and depressed and long to start their new lives. I want to work and finish my studies. I don't want my daughter to go through what I've been through. Some say letting Haitians work in richer countries could be the best way to help their country rebuild. The World Bank estimates the Haitian diaspora, mostly in the United States, sent home $1.5 billion in 2010, more than what the U.S. has given in post-quake aid so far. 
And Borges says Brazil needs Haitian workers. As soon as they arrive, the companies are calling me. They call me from Sao Paulo, from Rio, and I send them everywhere. There's work for everyone. There are jobs to prepare for the World Cup in 2014, but work isn't the only job for the Haitians. Brazil has a large black and racially mixed population. St. John says they won't have to deal with the kind of racism they've come across in Peru. Last night there was a soccer game and we went to watch it on TV at a restaurant. And when the owner saw five or six of us Haitians, she turned off the TV. That made me very sad. Inyapari mayor Celso Curry says Brazil's mixed message has become a burden for his town of 1,200. Every time Brazil closes its border, the town's population swells with Haitians. When they're allowed to cross, more take their place. The first time we gave them food and shelter, he says. The second time also. But you can't help forever. We need to focus on other things. Water only runs in Inupari three hours a day. And this evening, like most, the Haitians head to the Aqua River for a bath, literally in the middle of the border that separates them from Brazil. And for a few moments, the border seems like just another river. For The World, I'm Mitra Taj, Inupari, Peru.